Hey, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to Life Mastery Decoded for Women and Women Entrepreneurs, where I help you decode the struggles in your life in the areas of health, wealth, and relationships with mind mastery and meditation tools and techniques so that you can live the life that you're proud of. Welcome to today's podcast. Hey ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I'm hoping to find you intentionally living your life. If you are not intentionally living your life, then it is my intention (laughs) to give you one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. I can't express enough, mostly about all of these tools that I talk about, because they are, once you understand them and once you start using them on a regular basis and depending on them and having faith in them, your life starts to change and shift rapidly. And they become so powerful, such a powerful tool to use in your life. You stop relying on the physical world around you, trying to shift and change that. And you begin shifting and changing your insides. And so I want to tell you a little story. Uh, I think if you've listened to a lot of my podcasts, you understand my relationship with my brother. He's 16 months older than me. And he has a dominating personality. We all do, right? And uh, But he he is, it's so hard to explain, really. There's like not the right words. We get along pretty good uh, for the most part. Sometimes he still continues to like pick on me. And uh, sometimes he talks to me, you know, I'll ask a question and he kind of responds as if it was the stupidest question on the planet. Uh, and sometimes that's, you know, obviously bothersome. Um, but anyway, he... He's very dominating in his attention seeking. Uh, he doesn't ask about me. He doesn't ask about the family. He doesn't, you know, ask how business is going or how's coaching or how's work or, or anything, um, unless something drastic and dramatic is happening. Like if I, when I had my major surgery, you know, he had reached out to me several different times during that time and asked how I was doing and how I was feeling, if I needed anything, stuff like that. So he's like, he's very caring and he loves his family and loves quality time with his family. However, we really just have to be listening. That's kind of all he wants from us is he just wants to talk. And literally it's from the day, the second you walk in and, or get on the phone with him to the second you hang up. I mean, it is, and it's like 190% of him talking and it's about him and his life and his job and his kids and, and stuff. And it's like, there's, there's very little room for breathing. There's very little room to interject. There's little room to share about you. So it's a very one way street. Okay. So now keeping that in mind, our visits with him, and that is me, my mom, and my dad, our visits with him are very short. And we don't always answer the phone when he calls. We don't always reach out to him to talk because it's very one-sided. And it's very sad, right? Because I had such a great relationship with my brother playing with him as a, you know, as a kid. And when we were growing up and he was my best friend and then he moved out. Well, he, was, uh, he had turned 13 and that summer he had moved out, moved in with my dad. And our relationship has kind of faltered since then. And so yesterday... This last weekend, um, Monday, he turned 50. 
and we wanted to do something really special. And the we is me and Amy and my dad. And we wanted to do something really special for him. And we wanted to kind of basically give him the attention that he wants and give him what he loves, which is family quality time. And my dad lives way up in the UP. He lives about seven hours north of me. He's on the border of uh, the Upper Peninsula in Michigan and uh, Wisconsin. And so he was going to come down and we're planning this big trip. We're going to kind of surprise my brother and we talked to his wife and we're like, okay, you know, make sure he doesn't know and what day would work better. So we make all these plans. Well, then when my dad gets here Friday night, we're going to go Saturday morning and, and drive to his house, which is two hours south of here and visit him. And we have a couple of gifts for him and, and we're going to, you know, spend the day. Right. And uh, so my dad gets here and because knowing my brother, my dad and I are like, okay, what's going to be our plan B if things kind of go south? And sometimes my brother gets on this big bandwagon that is against your opinion and he goes on and on for days, if you let him, about whatever the thing is and uh, whatever his opinion is about that. And sometimes it can get a little bit dramatic. You know, he's very intense when he talks and he's very loud and he stands up. He has so much energy and he stands up in the middle of the room and kind of goes on about his opinion about something and not allowing anybody else to talk. So my dad and I are like, oh, my dad is like, I really don't like that when he does that. And uh, I said, well, what I've been doing is interrupting him. And dad's like, really? He's like, cause I try to interrupt him and he doesn't let me. And I said, oh no, I said, I'm, I'm loud like he is. And I just literally will just change, literally change the subject, not interrupt and stay on topic but interrupt and completely change the subject. So he's talking about something, something, and I'm like, oh, Scott, I forgot, I wanted to ask you something about my car. And then he stops and he starts to listen. Okay, so something like that. So that's that's what my, my strategy was. And that's what my strategy has been for probably the last three or four years in conversations with him. So anyway, so my dad comes into town and, and we're talking and we're like, okay, he's like, what are we gonna do? And what if it goes south? And I said, well, I'm gonna drive. So if he does, if something happens, whatever, I said, we'll just leave. That's what that was happened before. It's happened several times. That's kind of my, my go-to. So instead, what I also, so we had to have this plan B, but I also wanted to have a front loading experience. Like I'm always teaching you guys. So I wanted to try something different. So then I would have basically something to share with you come Monday, though today's Tuesday. Um, but uh, I set an intention. And I used my mala beads, which we have talked about, I think, just recently in the podcast. But basically, mala beads are beaded. It's a beaded necklace with 108 beads. And um, they are originated from the Hindu, Buddhist religion and culture. And uh, I have so much faith in, in my mala beads that it's completely ridiculous. But I just love them. And they're so powerful. But anyway, uh, this isn't about mala beads. It's about intentions. I use mala beads to set an intention. And so I decide I'm going to set the intention that this visit is going to be fun. It's just the shortest F word, fun. I just want it to be fun. And it's just going to be the five of us. It's going to be me, Amy, my brother, and my dad, and his wife. And it's going to be, and we all have fun in us. Like our, our personalities are fun, all, all five of us in different ways. So I get out the mala beads. I set the intention. I want it to be fun this weekend. We're going to have a good time. We're going to stay as late as we can, which was basically we're going to get there about noon. We're going to stay for about seven and a half hours. The latest we can stay because of our boy situation and our kid care is about 730. It's about two hour drive. So 
I do this round of model beads. I set the intention. I want it to be fun. I do this round of model beads, literally just saying fun, fun inside, fun outside, fun conversation, lots of laughs, lots of this going. And I do this whole entire round. That evening when I was talking about it with my dad and he goes, okay, he goes, tell me again what our plan B is. And I said, you know what, dad, we don't need a plan B because it's just going to be fun. We're going to have a really good time. And, and dad's like, okay. He's like, well, I'll follow your lead. So if something happens and you say, okay, we're leaving, then we'll leave. And I said, okay. I said, but we don't need to, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll, you know, as a safety measure, we'll, we'll keep that in mind. And he's like, okay. So we start our, our little bit of texting and conversations in, in, as we're leaving with his, with his wife and, you know, where's he at and how, you know, how much longer till we get there and do you have everything and all that kind of stuff. And, and that was really easy. Everything, the drive was easy. We pick up some balloons on the way, uh, and we get there and my brother kind of, it's like, you know, sometimes when you go and you visit somebody, you know, there's something like, oh my gosh, you know, Hey, it's so good to see you. And how was the drive? And how was everybody? And there's kind of these, it's like formalities. You know, when you first see somebody, I haven't seen my brother in about two years, like physically seen him in two years. I've talked to him several times, but I've not physically seen him in two years. And due to COVID and our work schedules and just us making time to get together, it's been two years. And uh, there was none of that. <laughs> Literally, he was outside. We walk around the corner. He gives my dad a hug and immediately starts this big, giant conversation as if my dad was already involved in this big conversation and he had just gone to the bathroom and came back. Not that he hadn't seen my dad in like four years or something. That there was no, hi, how are you? Or, oh my gosh, what a surprise. He literally starts in on his conversation about the plants and his compost pile and his greenhouse. And he, it was crazy. Never, never did he stop. And how are you guys? And you know, so good to see you. And what a surprise. Thanks for coming. Thanks for visiting. I mean, this was in the very beginning and, but it was fine. I mean, that's just kind of what he does. And so, you know, Amy and I went inside and we're talking to Alyssa, which is his wife and, you know, getting food ready and whatever. So we're talking to her and it just became fun all of a sudden it just transitioned. It just became, we were laughing and joking and talking and whatever. And then, you know, my brother was doing what, you know, he was doing, he was talking to my dad and stuff. And my dad looked like he was kind of glossed. Like, I don't know that my dad had said anything, but maybe happy birthday or so. I don't know that he even said anything. And so I went out there and interrupted him. I can tell you the whole entire visit, but, but I will say the end result, if I were to look back and give it one word, of how this, this afternoon and early evening went to celebrate my brother's birthday. And that one word is fun. You know, I used my strategy to kind of interrupt him and change subjects. And we have these RC trucks, these big RC trucks. So we went and drove those. Then we got him a couple of RC speedboats and we went and drove those at the lake. And uh, we went by, this is all like our old um, stomping grounds. Basically, my brother and I used to spend many summers here when my dad lived in, this is in Ludington. And when he lived there, um, my brother and I have tons and tons and tons of great, great memories. And so we did a little driving tour and, and you know, pointed at the house that, you know, my dad used to own and we lived in and some of these places that such cherished memories. And, uh, but the one word is that it was fun. And then the one word that my brother texted me when I told him we had made it home and what a great, uh, what a great time and uh, happy birthday and all that. And then he writes back and he goes, it was great. It was fun. And I just want to express to you 
the importance of setting the intention and to not let the past experience of your previous encounters derail you from setting an intention of what you truly want to experience. So like what I mean is my past experiences with my brother have not always been fun. Like I would not have used, that would not be the F word that I would use (laughs) in my encounters with my brother. Now, don't get me wrong. I love him, but sometimes I don't like him. And because you just have to spend your time listening to him. And sometimes he's talking about a topic that you're just aren't interested in listening about that. It doesn't become fun. He doesn't care that you're not listening or interested, right? But this one was, it was fun and it was tender and it was just, you know, he loved his gifts. He loved the visit. Uh, He had a great time. We all had a great time and it was fun. And I just think that if you are having some difficulties with relationships or with work or anything that you just want to start seeing some changes is to just make an intention, make an intention that you, that you can get around, that you can believe in. Now this was hard, but because I believe in the power of this energy work so much that I just had faith at the end of my mala beads and my dad said, okay, what's the plan B again? And I said, well, we don't really need a plan B. We're just going to have fun. And he just wasn't okay with that, right? And and uh, so I did come up with our, you know, plan B, which we didn't have to implement, though the interrupting definitely helped, but I, we didn't have to, you know, we didn't have to leave. Um, but uh, it was, it was such a, a great experience. And it just continues to reconfirm my belief in energy work and working at this level instead of trying to control the physical level out there. I can't control my brother. I can't tell him to stop talking so much. I can't, I can't force him to be interested in the things that are going on in my life. We, my brother and I really couldn't be more opposite, but, um, I think it is so important to take a moment and just look at some things in your life and, and say, what are, what's one thing that I want to change? I'm going to go to work and I'm bored. Okay. So what is one intention that you could set for going to work? I want it to be fun. You, and you don't have to have mala beads though. I just love them, but you don't have to have mala beads. You can use a journal and you can write the word fun in as many different ways as you can use your left hand, use your right hand, write it in cursive, write it with different color pencils or pens, marker, write it big, little, small, write it sideways, write it curly, you know, write it inside out, write it backwards and just, and just create the energy and the frequency of that emotion that you want to feel. And that's it. That's it. People, people think that, they, that things in order to have things change, that things have to be so, so difficult or they have to take so much time and energy and counseling or therapists or doctors or medication or whatever. And I don't believe in that. And we are so accustomed to pushing the physical world around you or around us, forcing people to change, manipulating people, lying to them, encouraging them, trying to make them do something different so you feel better 
that what we forget is it's up to us. It's our choice to feel better or not. You can look at something and complain about it, or you can look at something and do something different in order for it to change. If you want change to happen, you have to change. And that change is not forcing things outside of you. That change is inside. I have to look at things differently in order for things to look different. I have to look at things differently in order for things to look different. In order for my relationship to look different, I have to look at it differently. In order for my my job or my income or my weight in my body, in order for those things to change, I have to change. The change is not out there. The change is in here. And this is the work. And it's and the best part is that it's relatively easy. All I have to do is be aware of it. All I have to do is pick a tool and do it. I don't have to use mala beads. I could use my journal or a scrap piece of paper or a whiteboard. It doesn't matter. That part doesn't matter. The only thing I'm my job is is to conjure that emotion about the thing that I want to change. Conjure the emotion. I wanted that evening and that afternoon for, with my brother, for my brother, to be a great memory for all of us, especially him. This is his 50th birthday. And we want that to be a cherished moment and memory for him. And so I had to do something different. And I did. I, I had the awareness to, ooh, I know, I'm going to set an intention. I'm going to do a round of mala beads. I'm going to throw that energy to the party, and I want it to be fun. Then I set the intention, and the result was 100%. Could it be better? Yes, of course. He could have asked me how business was going. He could have asked, you know, Amy how she's doing. Like, I don't even know that he even knows what Amy does for a living. I don't even know if he knows what we're doing for business, like what we really do for business. I don't know that he knows that. But it went well. And so I think when you think of those things, when you think and you start to put the power behind what it is that you want to feel and you start to think you're in charge of this and you can do something different and all you have to do is set an intention and kind of push that intention out in front of you and you start getting the results, you will continue to believe in the energy work that I've been talking about this whole time and you will continue to find those shifts in your life easy to make. That is my intention for you. That is my, that is my hope for you is that you see this as something that can really start to shift your life, change things, deepen relationships, heal your body, heal, heal your relationships and start creating the life that you want to live. If you like this episode, please tell your friends and join our Facebook communities. Life Mastery Decoded is the personal development group where we get together to discuss episodes, content, and share our struggles and successes. If you are more focused on business, then this group will be your cup of tea, the Wealthy Woman Entrepreneur Networking Group. I created a true networking environment to share our business products, services, as well as talk about marketing and support one another. I look forward to hanging out with you.